Yeah. Yo. 50 years of hip hop. 50 years of hip hop from Listener Power, KEXP. You're listening to 50 Years of Hip Hop. I'm Jasmine Albertson. This week, we're going back to 2015 with the track The Black or the Berry by Kendrick Lamar. He raises an alarm for the ongoing discrimination against Black people, both by systemic oppressors and within the Black community. Some weeks for us are harder than others when we're trying to decide which album to highlight in this podcast. As soon as I knew we were covering 2015, though, I didn't have to think twice about it. To Pimp a Butterfly was not just the best album in hip-hop that year, but the best album, period. It also solidified Kendrick Lamar as one of the best rappers of all time. And we hate Popo, wanna kill us dead in the street for sure. I'm at the preacher's door, my knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gon' be alright, alright, we gon' be alright. Just three years before, he showed major potential with his sophomore studio album, Good Kid, Mad City. You see, in 2012, the rap landscape was saturated with luxury boast rap, the kind of rap that Rick Ross propped up in Rich Forever. We had the condolence of a pool party. Ain't no space in the garage, I got a new Bugatti. Kendrick's work was a breath of fresh air. He takes us on a vivid journey through his experiences growing up in Compton, navigating the complexities of his gang-fueled environment. All my life I want money and power, respect my mind, or die from The sonic landscape of the record is rich and diverse. Kendrick's sharp storytelling ability, introspective lyrics, and effortless flow garnered immediate praise and earned him four Grammy nominations, including Album of the Year. This was Kendrick's fast track to becoming a bona fide star. On To Pimp a Butterfly, Lamar has new struggles to deal with, starting with survivor's guilt. Compton is still his heartbeat and lifeblood, but he now has fame and a new level of responsibility to his hometown and to society as a whole. Yes, he got out of the streets, but he's not going to curl up on a bed of money and leave his friends to fight his battles. They tell me it's a new gang in town. From Compton to Congress. Set tripping all around. Ain't nothing new but a flu and new Democrats. Another dimension to this album is that it came out roughly six months after police murdered Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. To Pimp a Butterfly provided a necessary social commentary in a time of distress before we knew this was just the beginning of years of protests over the same pervasive issue of police brutality. And yet another dimension is that the album's title, To Pimp a Butterfly, is a nod to a few pieces of literature. For starters, it's a play on Harper Lee's classic novel, To Kill a Mockingbird. The evil assumption that all Negroes lie, all Negroes are basically immoral beings, all Negro men are not to be trusted around our women. The book itself deals with similar themes of racial injustice. It also serves as a metaphorical exploration of the same challenges, temptations, and contradictions that Kendrick has encountered on his way towards self-discovery and personal growth. This album track list has absolutely zero duds, but The Black or the Berry arguably has the most pressing lyricism. Coming in about three-quarters of the way through the record, this is where Lamar goes for the jugular— tackling institutionalized racism in its many forms. The government that planted crack cocaine in urban neighborhoods, 
The media that profits off of black excellence but muzzles black people when they get too mouthy. White racists who see black people as nothing more than, quote, monkeys. But most controversially, black-on-black violence. I'm the biggest hypocrite in 2015. Once I finish this, witnesses will convey just what I mean. Been feeling this way since I was 16. Came to my senses. You never liked this anyway. Your friendship, I meant it. I'm African-American. I'm African. I'm black as the moon. Heritage of a small village. Part of my residence. The song opens with a striking line. I'm the biggest hypocrite of 2015. Signaling a raw and honest exploration of Lamar's own contradictions and personal growth. We get a clearer picture of exactly what he means when he admits to weeping over the death of Trayvon Martin, while also being responsible for the death of another young black man. With that acknowledgement, Lamar challenges the listener to confront their own biases and preconceived notions, urging them to examine the complexities of black identity beyond service-level perceptions. The gritty boom-bap production of Boy Wanda provides a powerful backdrop for Lamar to spit venom emphasizing the weight and urgency of his message. To racist white people in corporate America, he rhetorically asks, you hate me, don't you? While providing numerous examples of why this must be true. I mean, it's evident that I'm irrelevant to society. That's what you're telling me. Penitentiary would only hire me. Curse me till I'm dead. Church me with your fake prophesizing that I'm going to be just another slave in my head. But the question is also pointed toward his own community. In The Black or the Berry, Lamar plays with another piece of literature, Wallace Thurman's 1929 The Blacker the Berry, a novel of Negro life. The novel explores a young woman's experiences with colorism and discrimination by lighter-skinned African Americans due to her dark skin. In the end, she learns to come to terms with her skin color and find self-love from within. Kendrick Lamar embraces this ethos, as you hear in the Tempa Butterfly lead single, I. And I love myself. Huh, I'm you looking at me. Yeah. I tell me what you see. Yeah. I love myself. I, I put a bullet in the back of the back of the head and I put me. Yeah. I love myself. Oh, uh, by the hand of God, boy, don't seem shy. I love One day at a time. Kendrick's manifesto steamrolls listeners track is defiant yet controlled and he uses no filter in unraveling the complex layers of black strife. Those complex layers also include layers of hope. He invokes the spirit of his idol Tupac Shakur to encourage listeners to examine their own hypocrisies, confront social inequities, and promote unity and understanding. In this country, a black man only have like five years we can exhibit maximum strength. And that's right now, while you're a teenager, while you're still strong, while you still want to lift weights, while you still want to shoot back. Because once you turn 30, it's like they take the heart and soul out of a man, out of a black man in this country. Eight years after its release, for better or worse, The Blacker the Berry continues to ring true and is just as relevant. Each time we press play, listeners get a necessary slap in the face to wake the hell up and look around especially us white folks. Pointing out injustice is just the beginning of changing Thanks to Roddy Nickpour for audio production on this piece. I'm Jasmine Albertson. Thanks for tuning in to 50 Years of Hip Hop from listener-powered KEXP, where the music matters.